Episode 37. You're listening to Vox Talk, the voiceover industry's number one podcast, brought to you by Voices.com. It's about voice acting, growing your business, and sharing your knowledge. Vox Talk is a show that you can be a part of. Getting involved is both fun and rewarding. It's time for this week's episode of Vox Talk with your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Hi there, I'm Stephanie and welcome to the show. Today we have a special treat for you in the biz and Betty and Boca joins us in Tech Talk. Get ready for Vox Talk. The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. In technology news, Steve Jobs and his team at Apple have sold over 1 million iPhones since first releasing them a couple of weeks ago on June 29, 2007, selling an estimated 500 to 700,000 in the first week alone. The iPhones were released at midnight on June 29th, and even Apple co-founder and creator of the computer, Steve Wozniak, lined up to get some. The Apple iPhone is a 3-in-1 gadget embodying the traits of an iPod, a phone, and full internet access. In order to activate the iPhone, you have to sync it up with your iTunes player. iPhones run for $5.99 apiece. To learn more about the Apple iPhone and where you can get one, go to apple.com iPhone. In voiceover news, the Mark Growl voiceover recording studio always has fabulous projects on the go. Most recently, the team at the oldest voiceover studio in Burbank completed recordings for the Transformers video game with Frank Welker and Peter Cullen, as well as ADR sessions with actors in the Transformers movie. To read more about what's going on at Mark Grau's, check out his website at fixinthemix.com. And to wrap up, if you live in London, Ontario, Canada, or the surrounding area, you're invited to participate in a review of voiceover coach Julie Williams' updated release of proven voiceover techniques at Voices.com. Each person who reviews the CD will receive their very own copy of Julie's proven voiceover techniques and some goodies for your sweet tooth. Spaces are limited to 15 participants, so if you're available on the afternoon of Saturday, July 21st and would like to come out, please be sure to send me an email at stephanie@voices.com to reserve your spot. The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business. Today in The Biz, I'm pleased to present a gift from Joan Baker, voiceover coach, author, and performer. Joan has given me permission to air a radio interview she and Don LaFontaine were on that ran the week of June 7th on ABC Radio Networks with host Bill Deal. Step into another dimension, a brand new journey. That's Don LaFontaine, nicknamed the king of the movie trailers and that voiceover guy. For many years, Don wasn't seen, but then we actually saw him in a commercial. Paula Sala is a real Geico customer, not an actor. So to help tell her story, we hired that announcer guy from the movies. When the storm hit, both our cars were totally underwater. In a world where both of our cars were totally underwater. We thought it would take forever to get some help. But a new wind was about to blow. LaFontaine told me he has the ability to change his voice. Well, you change it according to the copy, you know, and... and uh... It's my voice, but bigger. It's not a voice that I could necessarily use in mixed company without having people call security. But it's it, the copy changes the 
dictates how, how you want it to happen. You know, horror films generally are, are done in a, a softer mode down in here someplace. And, uh, so it's scarier. And action films, you put more of an edge on your voice. And comedies, you're up a little bit higher. And uh, So, yeah, you, it's my voice, but it's, it's the full range of it. Yeah. Do you feel like a pioneer? I never really stopped to think about it, but I suppose, yeah, I'd have to be considered that uh, in, in that I was lucky enough to be there on the ground floor when that whole thing was happening. And the impact of that and the, and the uh, bastard children of that are... MTV and the modern uh, television promos, which are direct takeoffs on the, what we did for the movies. While LaFontaine is now known for that Geico commercial, actors and actresses who shun doing TV commercials for many years are now doing lots of them, and often not on camera. They're Sean Connery. Where will you find an advanced IP network that's built to deliver voice? You never hear Connery's name mentioned in that Level 3 communications commercial, and no names attached to these voices either. Here's George Clooney for Budweiser. Bright, crisp, clean, pure. Julia Roberts. Want a better internet? You belong at America Online. There's Kiefer Sutherland. Welcome to Verizon Business. And here's Kelsey Grammer. When you give your kids the Disney experience. New Yorker Joan Baker holds voiceover seminars and is the author of Secrets of Voiceover Success. I asked Baker why use actors and actresses for commercials, even though they're not seen and not trained in voiceover work. But you know, they have done a lot of acting training, which goes hand in hand with voiceover. At least it's very supportive of voiceover. I mean, you don't need the acting training, especially if you have a gift for being spontaneous. But acting really does support voiceover. And I think when they're hiring a named person, I think advertisers are hiring them on the notion that somebody will recognize their style of speaking as opposed to the art behind communication. Baker says just like a great painter, voiceover work is also an art. Voiceover is the art of subtlety. So everything that you're getting from a, a producer, like in terms of direction or a casting director or a coach, it has to sift through you in a subtle way because of the microphone being there. You can't manufacture nuance in your voice and richness. All you can do is reveal what's already there. And that is why it's an art, because it's so subtle. And it's, so, it's not like you can stick your hand down your throat and fix it, and then, and then it comes out perfectly. It's like it does take a bit of awareness and training and also the courage the courage to really reveal. That usually is a block for almost everyone, at least at first. Baker knows the voiceover world. She worked with President Bill Clinton on a documentary for his presidential library, and she's done many commercials and promos. Now, more than ever, Delta Airlines and American Express is your winning combination. In a parallel dimension, an Infinity driver is doing all this not with his hands, but with his voice. Getting into the world of commercials wasn't easy at first for Joan Baker. People, the way they responded to me visually, I'm biracial. And in, I mean, that's fine and that's great. But in show business, you're often categorized. And I could not easily fit into a box or a category. So I got for years people saying, you know, you're great, you're beautiful, but we can't use you. You're not easy to recognize. And especially advertisers, I would get told that, you know, you're just not black enough or... You're not white enough. Right, or <laughs> and, and you're not Latino because you don't have an accent. So it's like I could not be fit in a box easy. And it's interesting how my path has led me to a career where I'm not seen. I've never been in a movie, but I wondered what a trailer featuring Don LaFontaine would sound like if it was for a movie starring me. Take it away, Don. It's a thriller to die for. A world where there's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. This is the one you've been waiting for. 
The Radio Murders, starring Bill Deal. One man, one destiny, one great movie. Opening soon at a theater near you. Hey, I can dream, can't I? For Perspective, I'm Bill Deal, ABC News. I hope you enjoyed hearing this excerpt from Joan. To hear more from Joan Baker, tune into the VoiceOver Experts podcast for episode 6 next week, where Joan will be lecturing on the topic of the myth of rejection. Tech Talk, walking you through the technological landscape. And this week in Tech Talk, Betty and Boca joins us to chat about recruiting free, pint-sized recording engineers. Hi, this is Betty and Boca. Has this ever happened to you? You've just done take number 100, when a sweet little voice can be heard on the other side of your studio door. Mommy! Or Daddy! Oh, the humanity, the agony, the emotional whiplash. Here we go again, it's worse than when you're on the phone. Well, don't think of it as yet another annoying interruption. I know the little one has made a habit of desperately needing your attention, especially when you're recording. That doesn't matter anymore. You can now start thinking of your child as free engineering. Yes, free engineering. Invite that little one into the booth and get him or her to run your board. This works great with any child over the age of five. Trust me, they know more about computers than we do. Greet your child with, I'm so glad you knocked on my door today. I have a big surprise for you. You're going to start working with me as my board operator. Come on in while I show you what I want you to do. Plug in your extra headsets or take yours off and let him or her use them. Show them how to click record and and tell them to let you know when you've messed up. Then read a few words and mess up. They'll be thrilled to get a chance to correct you. So start your read again and mess up again and again and again and again until you can tell that your child is really getting tired of it. Then do one right. Ask them if they think you've done enough takes. At this point, most kids will say yes and remember something they had to do that they forgot about, including, I left the dog outside. I left my computer on. The dog ate the computer. And that old favorite, I have to go to the bathroom bad. Try this and share your story. My email is bettyandboca at earthlink.net. And remember, it's a win-win situation. Either they stop bothering you or you have free engineering. Hey, I can hear my little board op coming down the hall now. I gotta go. Thank you, Betty. Betty's topic goes hand-in-hand with the Family Week on Vox Daily, and we wanted to be sure that you heard her piece here on Vox Talk to coincide with it. Adam Fox is taking the week off, but he'll be back next week with segments every week after that. If you like Betty's segment this week, let her know by dropping her a line at bettyandboca at earthlink.net. Voxbox. Sharing your audio feedback. In the Vox Box today, I'd like to remind you that we are still accepting entries for the 60-second pitch contest until July 20th, 2007. That's only a week away. A 60-second pitch lets people know who you are, what you do, and how you can serve them through your business. This week, we featured Betty Zoller on the Voice Over Experts podcast talking about just how to go about this and why having an elevator speech or pitch is important for any voice actor. To learn more about the contest and how to enter, go to voices.com slash 60 second pitch slash enter.html. The winners will be announced via the Vox Talk podcast on July 27th, so stay subscribed. Okay, folks. 
that's the show for this week. We love hearing from you, and thank you for staying subscribed to Vox Talk. You can subscribe to this podcast through the iTunes podcast directory by RSS feed or by email on the Vox Talk website at podcasts.voices.com. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Take care, and we'll see you next week.